everyone. Um, welcome to the family edition of the Drive Candace Radiation Podcast. And today, it's my two crazy daughters, Aspen and Gracie. And, you know, just a shout out to those parents right now who, you know, this is a fall season and you're trying to curate and think about all of the upcoming holidays and creating memories. And you know what? I just want to say, don't sweat it. I <laughs> I was listening back on this episode um, and the first question out of the gate was like, tell me about some fun childhood memories. And these two knuckleheads pull this memory out that is like so <laughs> not fun. <laughs> And so not the curated, lovely moments that I tried to make for these children. So all I'm saying is they'll remember some things, but maybe not the things you're hoping for. Oh, my gosh. Enjoy this episode. We're going to talk about childhood and we're going to talk about how our childhood shapes our mission as adults. And it's really fun to hear them process kind of as they're emerging into their adult adult life, um, how they think um, some childhood things might have shaped them. But also, like, what is on their mind as um, young adults looking at what their mission is in life. And um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Drive Candace Radiation Podcast Family Edition. And on today's episode, back by popular demand... The two knuckleheads in the car driving me Whatever. today. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Popular man. <laughs> Aspen and Gracie are in the car. Big sleigh. Big Woo! It's gonna be fun. Here we go. All right, girls. We are gonna talk about childhood and mission today. Um, and Gracie's really excited about it. So. <laughs> So thank you for playing my game with me, girls. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, what is your favorite childhood memory? Who would like to go first? This one's tough. Yeah. It's hard to pick the one, you know? Yeah. I feel like I got to go with the obvious, so I'm going to say before Aspen. <laughs> no, I wasn't even thinking about that. Gonna go with like uh, when they surprised us, like the whole family surprised us with a trip to Disneyland, and it's like you know, like our grandparents took us, and it was like our family, our cousins. Shout out to K. Patrick Sweeney, who I know will be listening to this. You're a real one, a day one fan. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, that trip was like pretty fantastic. I like. I don't know. That's pretty hard to beat in my mind. Yeah, but that's also, you know, kind of cliche, but it is quite literally Disneyland. So, yeah. Yeah, Y'all didn't know we were in a a hotel in Portland, by Portland Airport, actually. Yeah. And I think we had told you, I think we totally lied and said we were going to the coast or something like that. Yes. And then. I had, like, warm clothes. Like, I had sweatshirts with me because we're going to the freaking Oregon coast. It's cold. (laughs) And they were like, surprise. <laughs> yep, so Grandpa stood up there with, um, he did a hangman, like yeah. fill in the blank, yeah. and you guys had to guess, and then you, when you, yeah, finally figured it out, it was it was magical, it was yeah. great, and it was the first time um, y'all had been on an airplane, so it was just fun, it was really fun. All around snazzy. 
Aspen, what's your favorite childhood memory? Um, guys. The pool story. <laughs> the pool story. <laughs> okay, well, we've brought it up twice already. <laughs> so let me just preface this story by saying that it's not my favorite childhood memory, but it is something that unites my siblings and I because of how often we laugh about it and how frequently we bring it up, okay? <laughs> Let us let us dive into this story. Okay, we're living. I don't know what year it was. I don't care when. We were living in our old house, and we had this inflatable pool in the back in the backyard, and we were just playing. It's Garrett, Gracie, and I, and we have this pool noodle. And we found we thought you know maybe it might be a fun little game if we had this pool noodle and we shot water at each other with it. Uh, like through the pool noodle and you know you blow on the one end of it and it shoots the water at the other person but we didn't really like change out the water between blowing it at each other anyways gross detail but at one point Gracie who who started it so it was um I was on one end and you were on the other oh, end oh it was me Listen, listen, <laughs> I was on the receiving end and I wasn't ready to receive and Gracie blew the water through the pool noodle and really into the game and it shot right into my mouth, Damn. swallowed it. It oh was really gross. And then I shot out of the pool, went over to the I... side of the deck and threw up. Here's the thing. I don't even remember you making it out of the pool. You're probably right. I just think- I probably didn't. I think by the second time you were out of the pool- But it doesn't stop there. Because once I start throwing up, <laughs> my siblings see me throw up, which grosses them out, so they start throwing up too. And we're all kind of hunched over the deck just throwing up because as soon as they start throwing up, I see them throw up and it grosses me out too, so I throw up a second time. And it just kind of goes for two rounds and we're all feeling a little sick and queasy. And then I, we just kind of went back to whatever we were doing. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, school. it's we like the scene from Sandlot where they're going oh out from the moon, just hilarious. like that. Um, that was gross. Thanks for sharing that. Gross. Um, okay. <laughs> gross. Is, is there an actual like one that is your favorite challenge? That's it. That's it. I can't. I, I'm telling. I can't. I would need about three business days to think about all my memories and rank them okay, well, so I can find the number like one. one. Like throw one out. Having a mermaid tail. Mermaid tail. There it is. Yes. A swimmable mermaid tail that I could use in the pool. Yeah. It seriously, it'll change your life. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a big deal. It was. It was a big deal when you got that. Okay. How would you describe yourself as a child? What terms would you use to describe yourself as a kid? Who would like to go first? <laughs> Not what you would describe the other one as. <laughs> but how would you describe yourself? Maybe. I know. Last week. <laughs> I don't know. This is hard because I I don't know. I um, am almost afraid of saying something that's actually not reality, but just kind of like how I picture myself instead of how I really am. But I think that um, like I am now, I was very much into 
uh, the mystical, the magical, and the fantasy. You know, I had a mermaid tale. I watched My Little Pony. I loved fantasy books. I liked Harry Potter. Um, very much into that. But I used to be, well, <laughs> I don't want to say used to be, but I was a very shy kid mm-hmm. when it came to meeting other people. Mm-hmm. And especially <laughs> in church when your parents are trying to introduce you to their church friends and it's just like I was nervous I didn't know what to say I didn't have any like I didn't have any um deflection tools yeah I, I didn't have any like catchphrases stored up like uh-huh. now I have catchphrases and people say like hey how are you I'm like oh my gosh I'm great how are you I know what to say yeah because I learned that but when I was a kid I didn't have that at all and it was just like I would freeze and I wouldn't know what to say. Sure. But. Yeah. 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 What about you, Grace? Um, I think I definitely, I think there were like, <laughs> there was like definitely two sides of me when I think about it. Cause there's like the at home kid and then there's like, a, I'm like everywhere else basically. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was like a nuthead. Like I was literally, I was kind of insane when we were like at home. <laughs> like I won't even lie. Like I was like, uh, I was pretty wild. I like still to this day, pretty sassy. I don't think that one will ever die out really. But like, everywhere with that. yeah, you know, we're just not gonna let that one down. But, and then going out in public, I was way more like, reserved I don't know yeah. like so I wasn't <laughs> yeah no I like I could like I could contain it you know and I wasn't nearly as quiet as Aspen but like uh, again I don't I just wasn't super chatty when we were like meeting new people I wasn't that kid that would, like walk up to somebody and just like start talking but if I did warm up to you I definitely would let the crazy out you know so yeah, yeah. There'd yeah. be times when we would be watching TV for a while, and then, and then we'd the TV would stop, <laughs> and Gracie would go crazy. It was like like <laughs> clockwork. She's gonna hit somebody. She's bouncing off walls, yeah, jumping on the couch. Run. Like nobody was safe. I just remembered the days when we we were in soccer. We were in little kid soccer. Little so kid cute. Soccer. So fun. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a microcosm for my personality. But when I was in soccer, um, I wanted to be the goalie because I didn't want to run. I didn't, that felt like too much to me. And I didn't really want to be running 24 seven. But I'd also be at the edge of the field, um, just dancing. Yeah, yes. Just, just dancing, probably singing. That's how you played basketball. Yeah. I would in volleyball, like in between sets, I'd probably just be dancing, like doing a little jig. I couldn't yeah. tell you why, you but were very twirly. Yeah, very twirly. Um, what problem or situation did TV or movies make you think would be common, but when you grew up, you found it what out it wasn't common? Easy, dude. It's it's got to be quicksand. <gasps> I just, that's easy. That's what I said. Yeah. Like, I don't know why we needed to be briefed on that so often. Well, we were briefed on it, and it was real. It is real. You better watch out. Where does it even? reside i have no idea <laughs> because it resides in my mind in scooby-doo episodes which are not actual i don't know if you know that they're not real um but i thought quicksand was going to be like you just walk out in those woods right there and yeah you better watch out where you're stepping because there's quicksand and then it's like a slow-mo a slow-mo death yeah <laughs> like i'm just can anyone tell me like 
what climate I might find that in or like what I don't even know where that exists yeah because quick sand I don't know anyway what about you Grace got any ideas um I'd say just like overall school like <laughs> complete mystery because I mean we went to a tiny school and like when you watch shows and it's like I don't know yeah and you got like all the clicks and like hanging out by the lockers I was like we I, we did not do that <laughs> not at all and so I don't know all of my thoughts on school going into it were just like wrong <laughs> this is not how it is on TV no. <laughs> um, when you were a kid who if you could have had anybody over for a play date living or dead or cartoon who would you have loved to have over for a play date <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. So, because at first I didn't know, <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. And then you said cartoon, and then I instantly was like, oh yeah, I'm freaking Kim Possible's gonna show up to my house, bro. Oh, I know. That's why I was like, day one, day one, number one, absolute favorite. That's why, yeah, hundred percent babysitter but like really She'd be cool. so fun. She would be so fun and yeah. we'd probably well, go skydiving like we did like I don't know it's something insane yeah. Hey, she's just your basic average girl but she's here to save the world. <laughs> That's what I hear. She's Kim Possible. You can't, you can't call me. Because she's Kim Possible. Beat me. Yeah yeah. If you want to reach me. Does it have to be fictional? It doesn't no. Because no. I'd pick Taryn. My childhood bestie since pre-pre-K. Yeah. You, that was your favorite play date for sure. Yep. We always wanted to have play dates. We were the, we were the kind of kids who would, um, we'd see each other at church on Sundays and then try to ask our parents if we could hang out afterwards for a play date. But it was like, no, you ask my mom, I'll ask your mom, and then they'll say yes. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite thing that you guys played? Um, <laughs> we... We had a schedule. <laughs> we had a schedule that we would play on. Basically, um, we like to do. We like to do Wii Fit, yeah. and we would do our little Wii Fit from like I don't know, twelve thirty to one o'clock, and then at one o'clock we would go um, into her room and like play with our little baby dolls or something, and like it was time for them to be fed. Like they needed lunch, so we did that until one thirty. And then after that, when 1.30, it hit 1.30, we would change their diapers. <laughs> and then at 2 o'clock, we'd go back and play We Fit. So, and she made this, like, she made an itinerary. It looked like she had done it on, like, Google Spreadsheets or something. And it labeled all the times and the activities that we would do. And it was heaven for me. I don't know. Shout out to T, who can organize the world. Whatever. Someone needs to hire her. She's going to be great. Okay. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? remember except for I knew in sixth grade I wanted to be a barista at Starbucks. <laughs> I How to does it feel <laughs> I'm living your sixth grade dream? <laughs> I wrote a speech on it, okay? You could have been me. <laughs> Gracie, do you remember what you wanted to be? 
No, I because I don't think I had anything specific. I can't remember anything specific. Yeah. All I remember is like, I want to travel. Yeah. I want to try food. I want to travel and try food. Yeah. For sure. Which, which you're nothing. Yeah, nothing's changed. The same. Um, was there someone you wanted to be just like when you got older, and what drew you to them? cousin Kayla Marshall, soon to be Kayla Leathers, she's getting married, um, I thought she was the coolest girl ever. How, how old is she? She's Garrett's age. I think she's a year older. No. She's born in February, Garrett's oh. born in So she's a couple years older than I am, but the seldom, like, when we actually would see them, um, and we actually got to hang out with Kayla, she was always so kind but like fun and funny and um I don't know she I thought she was like thought no I think that she's incredibly beautiful and she had the one distinct thing that I know about her that I wish that I had was freckles on her on my face she has the cutest freckles I don't know but yeah we're about ready to see her it's gonna be so great what about you, Grace? Did you think somebody? No. No. Um, okay. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. Switch gears. What do you think your mission in life is? I feel like this changes over the span of your life sometimes. But there's some things that I'm thinking about in my future. Like, what, what am I here on this planet for? And what would bring me a lot of joy, I guess? Um, because I'm, I'm about ready to transition out of this cancer business and I'm ready to kind of start my new life doing I don't know what but um, it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around so if you if you have an idea what what would be your mission in life I think for me um it would be to love and care for the people around me, regardless of position. That's usually my mission. And I remember uh, in third grade, I was sitting at my desk just thinking. Um, and I was, I had this thought, and it's kind of stuck with me for since third grade. And I was just like, oh, I really like to care for people. And I'm kind of good at it. Because my friends all say that I'm good at it. And I like doing it. <laughs> and it, I just think about that moment in third grade every time. Um, every time I have the opportunity to serve someone or become friends with someone or just to love them. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, um, Grace, did you think of something? Um, I'd say, I don't know. This one's a little tougher because I feel like it's something like I've definitely struggled with for a long time. It was like, <laughs> like what is like... What is my actual mission? But I know there are things that I, like, love doing and want to do more of. And I think that would be, like, um, like loving on children kind of thing. Um, I've always, like, adored that and tried to put myself in a position where I'm able to do that. Whether that's, like, in the nursery or babysitting or, like, nannying, like, that kind of thing. It's just, like, it's one of my favorite things for sure. Um, and then I think another thing is just, like, just finding ways to, like, 
I would say like love people, but also like uh, sometimes like make people laugh or just like have a moment. Um, it's why I think I like my job at Starbucks so much is like you I have those brief interactions with so many people but it's like brief enough to like uh, like make a connection make a spark kind of thing not even not even because Starbucks tells me to I actually kind of like doing it anyways so uh, <laughs> but yeah yeah those are definitely two of your strengths um, I've seen you walk in I, I feel like you're the child whisperer and you've been that way since you were an actual child <laughs> so yeah when when you were little um, you guys know this story but I'll tell everybody listening when she was little um, there was like you know moms who would text me or call me and be like is Gracie are you guys going to church today is Gracie gonna be in the nursery and Gracie's like 18 months two years because my 18 month two-year-old child won't go to the nursery unless Gracie's there and I, I was just like, okay, okay, yeah, we're going to be there. But yeah, it's just kind of um, an amazing gift I think you have, for sure. How do you think your childhood shaped your mission? Well, as um, you gave the history of my childhood right there, I think that did <laughs> probably play a part. And you know, I am a good time, so uh, that probably helped to shape that. <laughs> um, yeah, you were definitely busy babysitting people's kids, and yeah. for sure. How do you think, Aspen? I don't know. You want to help me with this one? How do I think you being um, a caring kind of in well, you're intuitive and you pick up on things when people, when you're around people and um, you have always been a good listener and you've always been like somebody who's safe. And that's kind of, I think as a kid, you were always that way. Um, because I think you were, like you said, you were shy and a little more reserved. You liked to, to spy out the land before you jumped in. And so that kind of trained you in, in good good listening and good, like, understanding of what people are doing. And Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> that sounded... Slay. Slay. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, okay. Do you, th okay, this is the next question. This might be kind of hard to answer, but we'll see what you, what you come up with. What failures have you experienced in pursuit of the, of your mission and what did you learn? Uh, people suck. <laughs> I, I hate them. It's, yeah, it's hard when your mission is to love and care for people. And then when they don't do that back, yeah. that's hard. Or when they specifically hurt you. That's hard, too. Yeah. So what have so, you learned in that? I've learned that um, <laughs> it's foolish in a fun way to choose to live a life where you serve people. Because you know that people are not perfect. And you know at some point that people are going to let you down or hurt you. Um, but, I mean... Then, then you have to think about ultimately why why are you a person that serves other people? Is it so you can get something from that person or is it for a different purpose? And for me, I find it to be more about um, just 
serving people because um, ultimately I want to serve God. And by being kind to others, I can show the love of Christ because Christ first showed me that love. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Period. What about you, Grace? If What failures have you experienced in pursuit of this mission and what did you learn? Um, probably that, like, it's not always going to be, like, a mental exhaustion, but also, like, the physical exhaustion, you know? And, like, balancing those two, I think that's, like, the biggest thing. So, like, uh, if, <laughs> obviously, I work in a customer service job, and if my goal is to have those, like, sparks, those connections kind of thing, or just, like, in life, too, um, not letting, like, my own mental like exhaustion kick in when I get like impatient or like that kind of thing just like you know taking that breath or when I'm like physically tired you know I think it's a learning how to balance both of those because for for the longest time I definitely took it as like a physical like I'm physically tired I don't want to deal with you but I think learning that it's also like a mental choice to choose to like oh like maybe this person's having an like a hard day I don't really have the patience for them but I'm just like gonna roll with it maybe they need an ear to like listen to them or like you know something like that um yeah that's good oh I, I said this in my brain I didn't say this out loud but when I say that people suck and people hurt you I am people <laughs> I am people I do that that's how I fail Sure, we all have our rough days, for sure. Um, If you guys could have coffee with anyone, living or dead, who inspires you as an adult, who would that be and why? And when your dad answered this, he was like, I can't narrow it down. So I said three. When Lou and Amanda answered it, they got it narrowed down to two. Um, If you just, one, two, or three. her a lot um, because being in the public eye for as long as she has been is not easy and I feel like she does it with um, integrity Mm -hmm. and I like her music so (laughs) yeah it would be fun I would recommend documentaries on Netflix about Taylor Swift uh, because they get you they give you a an actual glimpse into what her character is like and not just her uh, celebrity persona because yeah. after that documentary experience it kind of changed my thinking about her and yeah yeah that's a good one respect. Gracie did you think of somebody I don't think so but I think I like I feel like there's too many people or I don't have a very specific connection with like like a celebrity or like you know or like somebody a historic figure, you know, whatever. But I think just, like, uh, if I were just to have it by random, you know, just, like, randomly selected something, I think that would be... That would be fun. That would be just as fun, if not more. Yeah, just to be, like, I know, like, somebody from the past and somebody from, like, the present or whatever, I think that would be... That would be sick. Yeah. That would be my choice because I don't think I could choose. <laughs> yeah, that would be super fun. Yeah, except for what if it randomizes and then someone shows up to coffee that you don't know? Then perf- 
perfect. <laughs> like, we have way more to talk about. <laughs> there you go. I love that. Okay. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? choice we're on point <laughs> it's expensive but it's so good it's worth it. no okay no I like that would be nice if somebody would be like in casual conversation just like oh you know Gracie wait which Gracie oh the one with the really cool shoes yeah <laughs> that Gracie, that Gracie. <laughs> my actual answer the answer on the side would be uh, to like uh, like be known as somebody that loves others probably as that is a mission of mine so hypothetically that would be nice to be known as that but you know shoes are cool too <laughs> what about you Aspen I have no idea okay yeah <laughs> there's a lot of things I feel like um, I don't know there's a lot of things that I feel like I could pick out about my personality or something um I'm always hesitant to say like something that I do you know like Aspen did this great thing we should all remember for it like I don't really know if I want that yeah when you've met somebody before and they have a lasting memory in you what is that usually circling around usually kindness and um the people who have that like that special connection where like I know that they truly saw who I am yeah. or were truly invested in figuring that out yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. so I would say that might be what you would want as well right yeah, yeah. period slave <laughs> well girls thank you for playing my game today um is there anything else you want to say about the cancer journey as we are like winding it up uh, I'm on day 30 of radiation month I don't know like I'm 12 no I am 11 months into treatment it's been a long time is there anything else you want to say as we're like kind of winding this thing up I think it's kind of fun um, <laughs> just because I see so many people at work and like obviously you've been vocal about like where you're at and everything and so like every once in a while people like checking in kind of thing it's not always my favorite I will admit that but now that we're getting kind of to a closing it gets kind of fun to be able to tell people like we're almost done with this like uh, we're coming up on the last week of radiation you know what I'm saying so that kind of gets fun even though like we don't know what the future will hold or whatever but at least for right now that's pretty fun yeah, that kind of pressure is going to be off, and that's exciting to think about. Did you think of anything, Aspen? No. Party on. Party on. Sounds good. Well, we are driving past Wild Horse, and um, I found some different product for my skin, and it's really helping, so I'm in a, a little less pain today, so that's kind of good. 
Um, we started yesterday on a different kind of radiation treatment. They had to redo the whole thing um, because we're now doing a very pinpointed um, area in my body where Chuck used to live. We're going to blow it up right there. So um, it is a little bit longer. It takes a little bit longer now to get radiation because I'm getting shot kind of like in a 360 arc um, as they're kind of moving around that area. So it's been interesting this week. I feel like it's going to be really tough in the next few days and then we'll be done. So it's it's one of those things. I'm, I'm hearkening back to my basketball practice days when basketball practice was really hard and I wanted to puke my brains out. And it was like, and like I remember one of my coaches saying, you're going yes, to really appreciate this when you get older. And I'm like, this is resonating right now with basketball practice. <laughs> Weird. Coaches were right. <laughs> so pushing through, that's what we're doing. We're staying strong and pushing through. Okay, thanks for listening in. Hey, thanks for listening in, friend. I really appreciate it. This is really fun for me. But I hope for you, there's some takeaways on just being a good neighbor just somebody who's willing to to jump in and say yeah I'll help you out if you are a cancer survivor or if you're currently going through cancer please know that my heart is with you that my prayers are with you and that you are more connected than you realize and you are more loved than you could ever understand please tune in next time we will have a great time on the podcast driving over the mountain where I get radiation and make the best of it you know what I'm saying have a great day Thank you.